Welcome back to the Young Entrepreneurs Podcast. We are nine episodes in, so thank you for tuning back in with me for another week. Nine weeks in. Consistency wins every time. Um, I think I want to do about 12 episodes for season one, I guess you can say, of the podcast. So that's what, three more episodes. And once we hit 12, or I guess you can say 13, it's my goal to do something a little bit different, which I think you guys are going to like. I personally like it um, when I hear other podcasts do this type of format. And so I'm, um, I'm excited to see, um, to to get your feedback on what you guys think about this. Um, but hey, so stay tuned with me, season two, episode number one. We're going to do something a little different. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. But before I go into what I want to talk about today, I want to take, take the time to talk about the webinar. Um, the webinar was released on the website a few weeks ago, but I didn't talk about it in the podcast. Um, and so please forgive me for that. But uh, like I said, we released a webinar called the Business Web- the Business Startup Webinar. And so if you're an aspiring entrepreneur or a new entrepreneur, this is a great webinar for you. It's about an hour and 30 minutes long, um, and it's a video presentation. And so pretty much when you lock- once you purchase this webinar, you'll um, open the PDF up, um, the PowerPoint up, and you'll see, you'll hear me talking basically, and I go through multiple steps of different things, which I'm going to get to in a second. Like I said, it's an hour and 30 minutes long, a lot of good information. And so this is what we talk about in that webinar, how to choose a business to start, creating a business name. We do a guided walkthrough of how to purchase your domain name, so like that URL that you that you have, um, creating a logo, creating a business plan, a guided walkthrough of the steps to file for an LLC. And then we also talk about setting up a business bank account and walking through the steps of building a website for both products and or content. So if you have products, you know, I have one website that you can use. Um, that I recommend. And then if you have content, I have another one that may be a little bit better for you than the one with products. And so we talk about all of those different topics, like I said, an hour, 30 minutes. So if you're interested in any of those, um, and you really just want to have a hardcore document that you can always look through and go back to instead of listening to an entire podcast, um, I definitely want to recommend that to you. And I must say that it's truly, truly, truly jam-packed with a lot of good stuff. And, you know, I purchased an um, ebook from another entrepreneur, I think maybe like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And I paid $20 for it, and I don't mind, you know, paying for, you know, ebooks and webinars and stuff like that um, that other entrepreneurs do, um, you know. Um, and so I didn't mind paying $20 for it. And so, but it wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't a lot of content. And so that ebook, in that sense, was a PowerPoint slide, like um, like I said. And uh, it was pretty much like, almost like bullet points of things that um, that this person talked about. And I'm and I it made me think like wow just not a lot of this information but I give an hour and thirty minutes of content of, of nothing but guided steps and walkthroughs and so I'm like the this business webinar is really um, the one that we have for the brand is really worth you know at least twenty five thirty dollars you know at minimum and we're only charging ten dollars for it and so with that being said just make sure you take advantage of it so you because I really don't think you'll be disappointed at all and I always talk about investing in yourself and this is a part of that. Even if you don't purchase a webinar from us and you, you know, you see another webinar that you may want to purchase that you follow somebody and they, they're doing a course on something, you know, don't be too quick to, you know, uh, to push it off. I guess you can say or brush it off. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not going to buy it, even though I kind of want it. Now I can see there, there are people who are out there that charge a hundred dollars, hundred dollars for a course. And it's like, uh, I don't really know what I'm going to get a hundred dollars a lot. And so I can, I can see both sides of it. On one side, I can see, well, you know, they value their, their course at a hundred dollars. But on the other side of it, I can see as a, you know, um, you have to look at, especially as an entrepreneur, you have to look at the things that you charge, especially when you do products and services. You have to ask yourself, truly ask yourself, hey, would I pay this much for this product? And, you know, now could I charge $25, $30 for the webinar that we just released two weeks ago? Of course. 
Um, but I wanted people to, I wanted to have it at a great, at a great price point. Um, but it truly is worth more than $10. And so, um, eventually as you see, as we go, go throughout the stages of, you know, just revamping our brand, um, doing a new website and things of that nature, you are going to see the prices change. You're going to see a little bit different content. Um, the Instagram content is going to change a little bit. Um, and it's just all about learning and, uh, just pretty much learning and growing from growing every day. I always have a lot of books that I read. Um, a lot of different people that I follow and they all inspire me. All the books inspire me. It's not one particular person that inspires me the most, but uh, just different people, different things that inspire me. And so I try to encompass that if it works for the brand and if it's a part of who I truly, who I truly am. And, uh, but with all that being said, um, Hey, instead of buying lunch one day for seven, $8, just bought a webinar and, uh, you'll be well on your way to success. Um, but I always say that entrepreneurship is a key in today's world but that's but what's even more important is ownership and uh, which is what we're going to be talking about today ownership but before i go get even any further this is going to be like an uncut podcast y'all so you guys hear me pause for a second and we just got i'm just gathering my thoughts again uh, but i'm gonna try this uncut thing one time and see how it works see how it works see what you guys like it or like it or not you know typically we do a podcast and we'll record and i may have pauses or breaks in there and uh you know and we'll edit that out and then put it all together but this time we're gonna do it raw and uncut. So we're gonna see how that works out. Hope you guys like it. So it's like live basically. Like, hey, if I was on like an Instagram live, this is basically a podcast live. <laughs> but yeah, so back to what I was talking about. Like I said, we're gonna be talking about ownership today. And, uh, but if you look at the term of ownership, it's gonna say um, the state or fact of being an owner, legal rights of possession. And I wanted to talk about this because so often we always talk about entrepreneurship and having your own and being your own boss and not work for anyone else, not worrying about a nine to five. But we really have to get down to the nitty gritty of what ownership truly is, you know, the details of ownership. And a lot of times we hear artists, you know, entertainment or artists, music in the music industry. They always talk about, you know, um, owning their masters or making their kids as executive producers to receive royalties, you know, years and decades from now, you know, when when they're gone or whatever. And um, I think that's great, and that's what should be done, in my opinion. But we also have to talk about who has the legal rights to these businesses um, that they're in. Who has the legal rights to these items that that uh, that people sell or that people want you to buy or anything of that nature. And, uh, it, you know, this idea of ownership came into my head to talk about ownership today because last week, I think it was last week, um, the whole Nick Cannon situation popped up. And it was, you know, going around social media. And he spoke his mind, which every American has the right to do, you know, freedom of speech. But it's all at a cost, especially in the entertainment business, the music industry, uh, movies, film, whatever you're in. Um, you know, it's like when you when you when you're with these companies, they pretty much own you. And the minute you do something that um, the minute you say something or do something that they don't like or even something that you wear, they're ready to fire you, even if it's your own brand or business. And so as you guys go through this ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and being an owner, uh, make sure you know the details of who you who you have to answer to. Because um, sometimes you see people who are entrepreneurs, but hey, they have people they have to answer to. For example, like, you know, Diddy, he may own um, he may own Combs Enterprises, but he also has to answer to a board of directors. A lot of times you see companies and they have a board of directors. And so, uh, excuse me, move my phone over. But um, these companies have board of directors and these board of directors pretty much vote on everything that goes on within the company. So they have every right to vote, even the founder or the organization or the CEO out if they want to. Um, so they don't have to keep this CEO or, or founder just or they don't have to keep that person on the board or a part of that organization or business, even though they started it. 
You know, um, I think that even happened with Microsoft or I'm not sure Bill Gates maybe stepped down or he, you know, he, they booted him out or something like that. I'm not really sure. So I won't talk on it too much. But, uh, you know, you have people that you have to answer to. And even though you may be the founder, the owner, the CEO at that time when you first started it, once you get big enough, you're going to have to have a board of directors. And they may say, you know what, you, you don't you're not in our best interest right now in the best interest of the company. Um, and so you may get, you know, the push out. And so that's just something to think about. And that even goes to the rappers that we love and, you know, the singers that we love. If they're signed to a record label and they are independent, they have to do with, the, with, um, with these record labels say, like, you, like, you know, you, hey, you can't post this video on social media until this date. Don't post this picture. Don't record this or um, don't record this person. Or you need to say this. You need to wear this. I mean, the list goes on and on. You guys, you know, know off, you know, just by listening to your favorite artists and them talking about, like, things that go on in their lives. And uh, even though, you know, like you may say, oh, you know, they're doing it. They can do what they, they want to do, you know, but they always have some, someone they have to answer to, especially if they're not independent. And so with all that being said, even though you may be a small business, own, business owner today, you know, you eventually grow. And some of you may get to the point where to um, as a business or a brand, you have to sign um, sign up under another business to keep yours going or to make yours more profitable or anything of that nature. But just know that there are parameters um, when you do that. And most times you may become a puppet. I, I won't say most times, but sometimes you may become a puppet unless you really sign with the right people who have your best um, interests at heart and the same vision for your brand or your company that you do. And because you hear a lot of artists today talk about, you know, being independent is hard, but it's totally different from being on a record label because they have control. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, when you're independent, you have control because you don't have to answer to anyone in the sense you have a manager um you can book you have to book your own shows that say like you know if you let them know the price you look hey me and my manager gonna split this me and my team gonna split this money this many ways and we'll be good to go but when it comes to a record label it's totally different it's a totally different ball game because now someone is paying someone most times people are paying you up front you know for a service which is to provide entertainment and so you have to do what they say and um but you all want to you always want to set yourself up to control everything like i say be independent you know so if a company or brand is offering you a big bag that's going to take care of you your kids your kids kids etc etc then you may not want to sign with them and if you do sign with them that's okay but you better make sure you and your team know what you're signing what's you know what's what so whatever industry you're in just don't be too quick to sign a deal and i'm not just talking about music i'm talking about it can be music it can be film it can be the board game industry publishing clothing i mean it can be anything um just know the importance of creative control because creative control is very very important but when sometimes when you sign with other companies that creative control may go down to a minimum now um so like i always say i always preach self-education and this is a part of that you know if you want to have creative control and uh someone comes to you saying hey we want to purchase this company and we want a percentage in it. Now you like now you may have to move differently. You know you may not be able to say the things you want to say or post the things you want to post because now you're at the best interest of, of that company itself and then your company in a sense. Um, but yeah, so like I said, know your stuff. Know your you know know your stuff. Self education is very key, and as an entrepreneur, you have to continue to learn every single day. You can't just get your degree, or you can't just pick up one book and be like, okay, I learned what I learned. I'm good now. You know, you have to teach yourself every day. You have to always be willing to learn more and more. It's just like if you open up a brick and mortar store 
and you think, oh, I, I don't open my store up now and it's, it's making some money. I'm good. Now I'm done. I can sit back and chill. It's like, no, you can't do that. There's always something to learn. So don't ever um, do yourself a disservice um, and feel like you need, you can stop or take a break because you won, you know, one time or you won 10 times or 100 times, you know, you all those wins you may have. You got to keep going and you got to keep educating yourself, keep learning. And that leads me to my next point, you guys, of um, infiltrating the system. And when I say infiltrate the system, I mean that you have to start learning what these big companies know. Think about your favorite brand. Your favorite brand, you love them. You, I'm not sure why you love this brand or not. It's a brand or whatever you just you decided in your head. You love this brand. You love what they, why they do what they do. You love the... What is the word I'm looking for? You love their, mm, you just love everything that everything about them. Like Chick Fil A, for example, they have the best customer service. They know how to hire the people. This is just my opinion. They know how to hire people. Their training is on point. Their orientations have to be on point for them to have such great turn. You know, such great uh, you know, uh, employees. And so when I say infiltrate, infiltrate the system, go work for them. Figure out how they do what they do. You know, they want it in a million, millions and millions of ways. Figure out how did they get to that point, you know. So go to a restaurant. Go to a company that you um, go into an organization and work with them. Learn why they do the things they do. Why they do this. Why they use this system instead of this system. Why they hire this person instead of this person. Learn everything you need to learn from them. That way you can take what you learn from them and use it to your advantage and you can get up out of there. Like I always say use them because they're going to use you. You know, even at your job, you know. A lot of us know your job will work the crap out of you. And if you're only making hourly, they're going to work you even more. And you're only getting paid the same amount. And so whether, you know, like even for work right now, whether I get five emails or ten emails today, I'm on salary, so I'm going to get paid pay the same amount. And so uh, use, use them because they're going to use you. Um, let me see here. What else do I want to talk about? Another good example is Waffle House. Waffle House never closes 24-7, seven days a week, even on holidays. So if you want to um, eventually own a business that works around the clock, a warehouse, for example, a warehouse works around the clock or it doesn't close, you know, typically. So learn, go work, go work at Waffle House. Learn how they do what they do. Learn how they hire people. Learn their production. You know, learn how they... Uh, you know, learn how, you know, learn how to do their inventory. How do they keep going on a daily basis? You know, how do they clean? You know, of course, the Waffle House is not the cleanest. We all know that Waffle House, you've been to Waffle House before, you don't go in there because they don't pass with 100% on their inspection. You don't even want to look at the inspection score, honestly. Um, you just go in there to get your food. You know, it's going to be good. You know, you're going to be good every time. But when you go in there, you they never run out of bacon. They don't run out of waffles, eggs. They always have everything, even though they're open 24-7. There's some companies that are open only three, four days a week or seven days a week, but they close at night and they're out of stuff. So learn, go, go to Waffle House, go work at Waffle House for a few, a few weeks, for a few months. Learn how they do the, what they do because they have to be doing something right. If, every time I go in there, every time you go in there, they're not out of something. You know, they're not out of anything at all, you know? And so learn how they operate. Learn the things that you want to learn from them and get up out of there. That's what I mean by infiltrating the system. It's not a bad thing at all. It's not illegal. None of that. You know, many of the successful people that you see today, even some of your role models, they did the same exact thing. They worked for someone else, whether they were their personal assistant or just worked within the company. 
they learned the game, they learned, took what they needed to learn, and they left and they created their own business, if not the same business. And that's how, and that, you know, like I say all the time, success is simply duplication. All you have to do is find out, find something that works for someone, see how they did it, why they did it, and then create the same exact thing. And it's like, why make, it's like, why make mistakes? So often we're like, oh, I want to do it myself. I ain't got time to ask nobody else no questions. I'm going to figure it out myself. Why would you take, why would you waste your time, your energy making multiple, multiple mistakes when someone who runs the same exact route as you can tell you, or even you can read some history, do some, read some books and figure out, oh yeah, in this book, this person said they did this, this, and this, but this they did wrong and it messed them up for five months. So, but then they found out how to do this and now they're good to go. They were good to go after that. So, you know, don't be, don't be so prideful to figure out, to feel like you have to do everything by yourself. You have to figure out everything by yourself. Now take the time to learn from the, learn from the woods, study the woods, as, as they say, you know, so educate yourself. Remember what true ownership is. Study the rules. Success is simply duplication each and every time. That's all it is. It's all nothing but duplication. And remember what ownership is about and uh, really just go for what you want in life. And that's all I have for you guys, for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. Nice little quick podcast for you talking about ownership. Some great keys in there. Like I said, the webinar, go get that webinar, $9.99. Don't go to McDonald's. Just go get the webinar and you're going to be even more successful than you are today. Um, ownership is key. Study the wolves. And that's all I got for y'all. And so uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number nine. This was episode number nine, Raw and Uncut. That's what I should put in the title as well. <laughs> uh, so I did, did pretty good, I think. Let me know what you guys think. A uh, few pauses here and there. But uh, I think the flow was pretty good. Every you know, every time I, I'm on the podcast, I always try to, every time, every new podcast, I try to make my flow a little bit better, you know, my transitions in a sense. Because sometimes you can, I can just start talking and, and I go on and on and it doesn't have a flow to it. And um, especially with podcasts, you kind of want to have a flow like, okay, you start with this, but that goes into your next point of this, which goes into your next point of this. And so uh, I hope I did pretty good today, y'all. This is wrong and uncut. We'll see. I'll see you guys next week for episode number 10. Got a few things I want to talk about for episode number 10 already. So I'm super excited. I'm, I think I'm excited for every podcast. But thank you so much, you guys, um, for tuning into episode number nine. We're nine weeks in. Remember to educate yourself, know what ownership is, and study the wolves. Thank you. See y'all next week.